Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. So I married this person without knowing him well enough. And it turns out that he was really, really controlling at first. Tired, weary, frustrated. What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Mom's Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom, dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this Lisbeth Meredith is an author, speaker, and online teacher based in Alaska. She raised two daughters after divorce. Listen to Lisbeth's story of how she became a solo mom. I became a solo mom when I left my former husband, and this was a long time ago, um, in 1990, after he strangled me in front of one of our little daughters. We had two children, our first meeting him, and I always thought that I'd made my bed and I would certainly lie in it. And what I didn't realize was the collateral damage that would happen to the children. And so at that point, a light bulb went off and I thought, if I stay for this, what will happen for my children? What will they think about a partner? Will I survive this? Um, So I left. I left and I embraced poverty. I thought, you know what? I'm going to be somebody who doesn't go back and forth and back and forth. I'll go on food stamps because you wouldn't pay child support. I'll get job skills. I'll do what it takes. But I will not keep the cycle of violence going on in my family. And it had in my childhood. So What I didn't realize was the stronger and happier I became, the more scary he became for years. And so that went on for about four years before he took the children and disappeared on a visitation and left the country. And that was the absolute worst part of being a solo mom, because for the first time, I really was completely alone. And so 
I spent two more years looking for my children who were in Greece, living in hiding. And by the time we reunited, they no longer spoke English. Wow. However, I was so fortunate. There's something about, I think listeners can relate that there's something about when we go through a crisis that we can rally toward that crisis. We get help and support. And quite frankly, we get a lot of empathy and sympathy. But it's the day-to-day struggles of being a solo mom. Those are the hardest things like dealing with chronic loneliness, poverty, dealing with no time at all for yourself to, to embrace a hobby if you don't have a partner that visits that, you know, that has part custody of the children. Yeah. And so I really found that the heavy lifting came when the girls came back home. And I was parenting traumatized children and trying to get us out of poverty. That was a real hardship. And I think that's probably what your listeners can relate to. Yes. The other was extreme, but the day-to-day stuff, now that nearly flattened me. Yes. Yes. Wow. Thanks for sharing. Um, I have to hesitate on that because I I had a fear of that when I got divorced and, um, that my two kids were going to get kidnapped and taken to another country. And I can't imagine what you went through. And I am so happy that you were able to get them back and, you know, get them healed Mm -hmm. because it couldn't have been easy for them being away from you. Right. Thank you. So thank you for sharing. And hopefully if there's somebody going through that right now, God forbid, it will help them. Thank you. Thank you. It is a terrifying thought when we're leaving a relationship, when somebody even hints at taking children and disappearing, that's so horrifying and frankly, very selfish and scary. Yes. But that it happens sometimes is really, really debilitating. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, so I was going to ask you, what has been your biggest challenge raising <laughs> children alone? And um, I think we got it. But is there anything else that you you feel like you want to share? I know it was a while ago. How old are your children now? They are 31 and 33 years old. And it's so exciting. But I would say that the biggest challenge for solo moms is something that you're helping to address by having this conversation. And that is the isolation, you know, back when I was a solo mom, there wasn't the internet, there weren't Facebook online forums that I could put my kids to bed and then go talk to other people and still be there for them. There weren't podcasts where I could commune with other women. I think one of the most important things always, whatever we go through is that we come together and lift one another up. Mm-hmm. And what we do together, I mean, for me, it was never independence that got me anywhere. It was always interdependence and knowing yes. who were safe people, who were safe communities to be a part of. And yes. so I think if every single day a person can find a little moment to themselves to commune with others and take good care of themselves, knowing like I really started walking more as my kids got older and eating better and thinking it's hard to have a vacation or anything when you don't have money, but someday my mm-hmm. kids will grow up and someday I'll have that opportunity on the back end. So yes. I would let that elevate me to be my better parenting self when frankly, the kids were nightmares as teenagers. <laughs> and uh, I had a paper route at one point within graduate school and working full time. 
and it was hard. It was really yes. hard. We had a lot of shut up notices for our utilities and mm-hmm. you know, those poor girls. I mean, they really went through it, but we did have a vision for our future and a wonderful community of friends. And I am telling you, it's wonderful to remember as solo moms out there, things are going to get better. They will. And yes. investing in our children and in our relationships with one another. So important. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, that is the, the song, isn't it? You're not alone. You're never oh, alone. That's exactly right. Yes. Yes, definitely. Thank you. So tell me about your business. What do you do and what can you do for solo moms? Well, uh, my business is changing now. So I am an author. I wrote a memoir. I have always worked serving the public. So I worked with domestic violence victims for several years. Well, actually all the time. I still volunteer some. Then as a probation officer and a child abuse investigator, I'm retiring from probation and I am starting to teach online at Teachable. My university is called Persistence U, but the first class due out later this month in October, Domestic Violence Action Month, is in fact about what to do. It's called When Push Comes to Shove, how to stay safe and sane and say the right thing when someone you care about is abused in an intimate relationship. Mm. Then my, I have got a couple of more books coming out in 2021 and another course on Crisis Interrupted because a lot of us come from homes or from backgrounds where we're always going from one crisis to the next to the next mm-hmm. and learning to create that calm community and connection in ourselves, but also with others so yes. that we can stop doing that and live a, you know, not a perfect life, but certainly a joy-filled and purposeful life. Yes. So those yes. are on Teachable and I blog at lameredith.com and I can be found there. Okay. I appreciate that. So we will put that in the show notes on how people can get in touch with you. Thank you. Sure. So do you practice self-care and what is your ritual? Do you have one you could share with us? Absolutely. I as the girls were getting older, I, I and I wish I would have done it their entire lives, but I started to prioritize me. It took a long time to realize that's not selfish. That made yes. me a better parent. Yes. And so really, I walk no less than 10,000 steps a day. I know I'm sure I could do more, but I always make sure that I fit that in now. And I live in Alaska. The weather gets sketchy. Um, I try to lift weights. I don't always. I eat, eat and for calm and peace rather than for entertainment. And that's something because I've always struggled with weight, but I'm just learning to think of food as medicine and not as my next entertainment. Try to listen to uplifting podcasts and things such as yours while I'm walking. And I keep my friendship garden. I prune it. If I have friendships that are toxic or negative, I remember to go in annually and kind of distance myself if I can't change the dynamic by being a good communicator, then I try to make sure that I'm not allowing too much of that into my life. Right. And keep my life more peaceful that way. Okay. So um, self-care doesn't have to be stuff you do. It also can be who you are in, in protecting yourself as an individual and as a mom. That is correct. I, I yeah. feel like What I learned later in life is if I 
treat myself like what I wish my best, best parent model would have done, then that would be the standard by which I should treat myself. You know, what is a good parent says, who are my kids hanging out with? Is that a good influence? What is my kid eating? How are they learning? How are they bringing themselves to the world? And I can do that for myself, right? We can all do that for ourselves. Yes, true. Thank you. All right. And, um, I, in the short time I've been talking to you, you've, you know, you've, you've spoken about so many things. What's one piece of advice, one or two, you could give to the solo mom, whatever stage they're going through right now? For me, I, I feel like I would tell every solo mom, find something that you yourself can look forward to that's good for you. I don't mean um, doing some negative behavior that you look forward to, but mm-hmm. something that's good for you a little bit every day, but also have something that every week you and your kids can do together. I'm kind of rigid and militant at times, you know, very wanting structure. Mm-hmm. And when my kids were little and we had no money, I would have one day a week where we had no shoulds day. And so at night we could eat like frozen food or something really disgusting, watch way too much television sleep in the, you know, or lay in the same bed watching TV, whatever was safe and good and and silly and not harmful, but little things right. like that, because you want to emulate for your kids too. Yes. You want, you don't want to keep that separate from them. You want to ha- let them know you get yes. a reward for taking care of the things that you need to take care of. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like that. One of the things I used to do is that, you know, and I struggled financially, Whenever I got a paycheck, like money, I always broke a piece off and me and the boys used to go to a restaurant. We'd go to a different restaurant every time. And I I would just say, we're going out to eat and we sit down and we eat. And that that was my way of saying, I'm not going to let them miss out on life because... I made the wrong choice in, in a dad. <laughs> I love yeah. it. And that also teaches some financial responsibility. It teaches them to be adventuresome with where they're going to eat. I mean, it teaches so many great things. Yeah. I feel like experiences, I wish I could let solo moms know that their kids will hear about vacations that their friends who are richer go on, mm-hmm. these wild things. But it's really how you experience your lives together. Yeah. My kids don't remember what toys they got as children, as mm-hmm. little kids. They don't care about that. They remember things we did together, even if those things turned sideways. Yes, definitely. And and when you thought that you weren't doing a good enough job, they remind you. My kids are adults as well. And every now and again, they'll remind me of something. And I'm like, really? You you like <laughs> that? And they're like, yeah, mom, we remember that. And we love yeah. that. You know, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, I thought I was a failure. You know, I love that. I love that. So good. Much to celebrate. You know, there's much to celebrate. It's not an easy job, but there's, you get all of the blame as a solo mom, but you also get to take all the credit later. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. True. All right. So um, I appreciate you coming and talking to us and um, I need to make sure that I get all the information on your courses, uh, especially ones you have in Teachable. And also, I'm, I'm guessing your books are available on Amazon? Yes, and wherever books are sold, yes. Okay, all right. Thank Great you. stuff. And I hope you come back and talk to us again. I would uh, love to. What a joy to meet you. Thank you for what you do. 
Want to live longer? According to Harvard Health, good connections and social support can improve health and increase longevity. With that in mind, why not join other moms from around the world as we connect on Solar Moms Talk Monthly Connect Lunch Break? Click the link in the show notes to RSVP or visit www.solarmoms-talk.com for more details. Take a break and let's connect. Did you enjoy this podcast? Then please subscribe so you will know when new episodes become available. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. Thank you. Hello, Solar Moms. As a Solar Mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry, and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.